When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into the lounge presented by DraftKings. It's a size em up Monday after the Ravens scored a 13 3 win over the Carolina Panthers. Four straight wins for the Ravens, and they're still in first place in the AFC North. It wasn't a pretty victory, but it was kind of like you, Garrett. You know, <laughs> you, you're not you're not that good looking, but you, you get the job done. I, I don't you know. know. I'm not sure if I agree with that. I mean, I'm more of like the uh, I'm like the fifty to nothing kind of win. <laughs> you're, the, you're the beauty queen, <laughs> yeah, huh? Yeah, come on now. Um, look, I think all wins in the NFL are a beautiful thing, um, and and that's I think probably the feeling uh, that the Ravens have today and. You're, you're right. It wasn't one of those games that you're like, all right, let's book the hotel in Arizona, non-refundable. Uh, it, it, I don't think it had it's that not type a non-refundable of... day. This is the this is the like yellow, the moderate cancellation policy <laughs> yeah, kind of day. Yeah, you're like just to make sure, like what is the policy here? How far out? Uh, <laughs> but 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 like, I, I do think that at the end of the day, it, it, that doesn't really matter. Like the rate. We, you always say it like you can win you can win pretty you can win ugly it all that matters is a win and so kind of a just one of those games that you just have to get the dub by and I think also part of it is like the expectation going into the game coming off the bye Panthers are a team that you know have one of the worst records in the league you're thinking it's the you're thinking it's the three touchdown you know victory you know where you're right, you're, right. you're you're relaxing in the fourth quarter with the feet up and that just wasn't the case um but Honestly, look around the NFL yesterday. Uh, there weren't many games like that. A lot of low-scoring games, and you know some good teams had some real challenges. So all that matters, you know, is is a win. Obviously, first and foremost. Now we'll kind of break down some of the the nuanced components yeah. here and, and get into all of it. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the uh, the Panthers are. I do think they're a better team than kind of some of the stats suggest. You know, they've been. They beat the Buccaneers 21 to 3 a few weeks ago. They they were coming off a 25-15 win over the Falcons who were in first place I think in the AFC or NFC South. Um, you know, they they also played the Falcons pretty tight before that, 37 to 34. So like I think they're they're kind of on an upward trajectory. Um and and they have a really good defensive front. Like they have a really good front seven. They got their best defensive player, one of their best defensive players in Jeremy Chin, the safety back. Um, you know, I think their defense is pretty legit and, uh, the Ravens offense obviously had a, a slog, you know, they had a tough day, uh, and they just kind of had to lean on the defense and, uh, and that's what they did. And this defense rose to the occasion. I mean, it really kind of reminded me 
after the game, I mean, we heard that going into the game, the goal for a lot of defensive players was shutout, goose egg them, right? Their, their offense is hurting. They traded Christian McCaffrey. Baker Mayfield's under center. Let's goose egg them. And that kind of shows you how confident this defense is feeling right now. And then at halftime, and this really reminds me of, you know, the Super Bowl defense back in the day. It's like, if they don't score, they don't win. Yeah. Right? It's like, we don't care what the off. Give us, give us seven points. Fine. Mm-hmm. Give us seven and we'll win. Right? Like, that reminds me of some of the, the attitude, at least, that those defenses had. And I'm not ready to sit here and say, <laughs> you know, this defense is compared to the greatest of all time. But, like, they feel the feeling in that locker room is we can be an elite defense. And that kind of confidence, the way, when you're playing that way, I'll tell you, I, I think that that can really kind of roll into some momentum. You're the king of the Monday morning hyperbole. But this is the, I'm not saying the that they're the Ravens, Ravens Super Bowl defense. defense I'm saying I'm saying that the attitude is no, the I, same. I I that I agree that 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 the story of the halftime if you know if they don't score they don't win um was reminiscent of something you would hear from that 2000 defense. You know they're, they're working right. on the 30 for 30 right now. I'm going to guess that that mentality <laughs> creeps into that documentary uh when that comes out. Exactly. And and, and let's be honest, like the Ravens are going to face better offenses down the road, right? And and when they get, you know, if slash win they get to the playoffs, you know, as good as this defense is, I don't think you're going to be limiting, you know, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs or Josh Allen and the Bills to three points. Uh-huh. As good as this defense is, I just don't see that happening. Yeah. Right? And, but, like, I think this defense is good enough right now. Like, when you look ahead at the Ravens' schedule, they're going to have some more shots at shutouts, I think. Yeah. Look, I think if I just take a kind of a step back and look at the big picture view of of what I, my takeaway from from yesterday's game, I think in large measure it kind of solidified or was an indication of how I feel about this team as a whole. And here's what I mean by that. I think this defense has elite potential like you're talking about. Um and I think that they are that confidence is growing with that group. The ability of the group is growing as they get more players back as you insert Roquan Smith as you have David Ajabo on the horizon and you have Tyus Bowser now playing in another game you have Marcus Williams on the horizon so there's they're growing confidence there's growing ability um and I just think that they're also kind of building the now they have more than half a season in Mike McDonald's defense and that was a transition. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's some subtle scheme things. I mean, it's not a total overhaul, but there's adjustments in how they play more zone versus all the blitzing that Wink used to do. So that's an adjustment. And so I just think that this defense feels like it's in a really good spot. And I think yesterday was an example of that. Honestly, like just from a fan perspective, there was never really a point in the game that I was like, oh boy, they're going to lose this. They're going to blow it. There's, I, I never really felt that way because I just never felt like Carolina was going to be able to put together you know, a touchdown a, drive, a 15 play touchdown drive. You know, right. you just, you basically were hoping that like, okay, there's not like a, a guy slips and they get the big play. Like you're just hoping that right. that doesn't happen. But I, I never really felt like that. All right. So then going back to my original point and then on offense, like I think that this offense can be really good. Um, but I think that like the, the concern with the offense is what do you do 
when a team takes away the run and makes it really tough well, to wait, run the ball. Are we are we going are we going down the offensive road here? Or you want to start? No, defense? no, I'm saying the, all over the map. No, now. I'm saying I'm saying the big picture. The big like this okay. this game confirmed yeah. not confirmed, but I think was an indication of just how I feel about where this team is overall right now. Um, so I covered the defense, and then offensively, I think that like this offense could be really good, um, and and we've seen that at times. But I think that there are going to be teams and defenses that try to say, you know what, we're taking away the run, we're taking away that read option, um, and we're going to try to make the Ravens beat us through the air. We're going to put a ton of guys at the line of scrimmage, and what is the counterpunch that the Ravens have uh, in that situation? So I, I do think the Ravens' offense will play better in games than they did yesterday, um, but I think mm-hmm. that it, yesterday was an indication of, Really good defense, and then what is the offense's counterpunch when someone commits to just taking away that run game? Yeah, I, I agree with all that. All right, so let's let's kind of dig in on defense a little bit. And I'll tell you, it's hard to highlight one player because kind of everywhere you had guys with really good games, uh-huh. right? I mean, we'll, we'll, let's just start up front. I mean, John Harbaugh in his post-game presser was like, dang, you know, in that post-game speech, I kind of regret not giving the defensive line a game ball, <laughs> right? I mean, the, the Panthers' rushing attack came in. Dante Foreman was running the ball really well, and and they were having a lot of success on the ground. He ran the ball 11 times for 24 yards. I mean, shut them down up front as a defensive line. That was really impressive. And then the biggest thing, obviously, was the takeaways, yeah. right? I mean, to me, that that is the, the takeaways and the pass rush, really, is like, the past couple years, let's say, even I mean, last year the defense was just kind of bad across the board with the injuries, and they're just not not good, right? The past defense was the worst in the league, all that. But even the Ravens have had good defenses, but they they just didn't take the ball away, yeah, yeah. right? And and they didn't get splash plays. And to me, one of my takeaways was, you know, if you're gonna win in this league defensively. You're gonna have you're gonna have teams potent offenses like I mentioned the Patrick Mahomeses and and all those teams that you know what late in games they're just gonna mount drives right and it's hard to like just get a stop and close out a game we saw that early in the season right teams kept coming back on the Ravens when they had ten point leads right and it's really hard to maintain leads in the NFL with these pass happy offenses when they spread out and they're like we got four downs let's go right. And what you need in those situations is you need a splash play. You need a momentum Mm. changer. And we're seeing that the Ravens defense has that. I mean, 19 takeaways now. Yeah. This season, they had 15 all of last year. The Ravens have the second most takeaways in the league this season. And so, you know, you see Marlon Humphrey get an interception. Marcus Peters ripping that ball out on Shai Smith. That was the play of the game, really. Um, and then Jason Pierre-Paul gets an interception. Those are the plays that close out games and win games, and you're seeing that the Ravens' defense has that that ability. Totally. And it's when you have, like, like it just – when you have a defense that can get takeaways, it just takes – like, you can have a great defense. You can have a really great defense. But it's just hard in the NFL to stop teams for an entire game. It just it just is. Exactly. Like so like exactly. if it's good you can have this great defense, but if you don't take the ball away, like there's there's a cap, there's a ceiling on that group. And when you're taking yep. the ball away, that can mask deficiencies that you can have. You can have a so so defense, but if you're taking the ball away, well, hey, you right. know, that can um, put you in a really good position. I think the Ravens are building towards both. I really do. Um, and that's like yep. something that like 
a lot of these defensive players are saying, you know, Marlon Humphrey said going into the game, like they felt like the Saints game was kind of the first game this year where they really were like, okay, we're starting to look like the Ravens defense. Starting to feel like that again. And then this was just building off of that. And you mentioned the whole yep. the, the conversation around wanting to put up the shutout. So they're moving in that direction. Um, they really should have had a defensive touchdown. The rest, you know, kind of blew the play dead that Marlon would have picked up and scooped and scored for a touchdown. So they they, they should have had us. <laughs> that offensive right. touchdown should have gone to the defense, really. Um, right. So I think there's a couple reasons. Like, So it's like, why are they getting more turnovers? One reason is you have your most of your best players on the field. Marcus Williams, who's the, the probably – second best ball hawk behind Marcus Peters is has missed most of the season but you know he got 3 early in the year before getting getting hurt. So that's part of it. You have Marcus, you have Marlin, you have the pass rushers up front. So I think that that's part of the equation. The other thing too is like with Mike's defense, I just think that like that is allowing them to get some of these takeaways. Um yeah, for like sure. Like they're playing and that's what a lot of players point to like at a simple level, they play a little bit more zone than they did with Wink. And when you play that type of defense, you can find yourself in situations if you're playing it well and everyone has the feel. Like, that's the important thing with that zone coverage. You need to have feel for who's going to be behind you, who's going to be and, in front of you. And kind of that trust, yep. the trust that Patrick Queen was talking about. Like, you have to really, the communication has to be on point, the trust has to be on point, all that. And stuff. as that's building, I think you're seeing these guys feel like they have that trust, that communication, that feel, and that's putting them in position to come up with some more takeaways. Yep. Yeah, and then it's the pass rush too. I mean, it goes hand in hand, right? And so you're seeing now four sacks yesterday, different guys getting in on it. Patrick Queen, uh, you know, getting a half a sack. Justin Houston continues his. Roquan Smith got a sack. Jason Pierre-Paul, Calais Campbell. I mean, all these guys. I mean, across the board, you look at it. Calais Campbell now has more sacks than he's had in any year with the Ravens mm. already, right? You have Patrick Queen is having a career year, yeah, can we- right? He's really kind of blossoming in front of our eyes in this whole year three breakout prediction is coming true yeah, i think we need to spend fruition. a little time talking about pq yeah yeah i mean let's do it i mean dude had 12 12 tackles half sack tackle for loss i mean just all over the field mm-hmm. you know we we were all so excited and justifiably so and pumping up roquan and the addition of roquan and what that does to this defense and that's that's all justified that you know but don't let it overshadow what patrick queen has been doing because the dude's playing like his hair's on fire i mean this is by definitely the best ball that he's played in his yeah and i think that you know going back to his rookie season he had some of those splash plays like he had you know some of the turnovers Mm -hmm. and so but this is the most complete that he's played and yesterday like, he just was all over the field. He was in the backfield. He was chasing guys sideline to sideline. And it seems like, you know, when the Ravens make the trade for Roquan Smith, and, you know, there's conversation, okay, well, this is clearly a sign. Uh, maybe the Ravens aren't, you know, they're not right. totally happy. It's an indictment on Patrick They're not Queen totally happy with Patrick right. Queen. And Patrick Queen, when he talks, to his credit, you know, a couple of days after the trade, you know, he says to reporters, yeah, you know, I saw some people think, saying that I was going to take it a certain kind of way, but, like, I couldn't be happier about this trade. Like, I am fired up because now we have two of the best inside linebackers in the league next to each other. It's like, okay, so that's his mentality about this. Like, mm-hmm. this isn't, this is not a, a negative on me. This is basically you put one of the best players in the league at this position next to me, look out. And Patrick Queen has been right. I mean, he's been playing like one of the best linebackers in the game over the past 
two weeks, um, and his game has gone to another level. Like, what do you think? Is it like is it is it too simple to say the addition of Roquan has kind of unlocked the full potential of Patrick Queen? Uh, yeah, I do. I do. I mean, I, I think that Patrick Queen was already kind of ascending up before Roquan arrived. I thought that he played well in the Bucks game. Yeah. You know, before Roquan got here, I think that he has kind of individually just improved as a player. And, and you know, there were a couple rough patches early on this year. And we've seen that in the year, last year, too. He got, kind of got off to a slow start and then got some momentum and really kind of took off at the you know midpoint to halfway through the year. And I think we saw, you know, a little bit of that early this year. But then, no, I, I don't think it's as simple as just, oh, well, Roquan has, has unlocked Patrick Queen. Yeah. I think that's certainly helped, but PQ's done it on his own, too. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I do think that adding, you know, you put Roquan Smith next to you, it's going to help. For it's sure. It's kind of like, For sure. you know, it's 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 kind of like um, when you have a great offensive lineman. When you have Marshall Yonda at right guard, he kind of makes the center and the right tackle look better. And I think mm-hmm. that that is part of what's going on uh, with with Queen and Roquan. I also think that, like, the, the they just pair so well together. Like, there was a play in yesterday's game where Roquan basically reads it perfectly, gets into the backfield, kind of blows it up, and then Queen comes through to, to clean up, to clean it up and, and finish the tackle on Foreman. It just was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is what you expect. Like, Roquan basically made the play, and then Queen was sort of the cherry on top just to finish it off. And, like, there's, those are the types of game, just consistent plays uh, that I think with this with this pairing in the middle of the defense that we're going to see more and more of um and i just well it makes me it makes me say can we afford to keep both of these guys long term that's honestly my takeaway is like i i felt after one game and meeting roquan and just the the kind of guy he is like he just seems to be like a raven for life is what he he honestly like feels like that and i'm like man wait can we sign this guy to a contact a contract extension yesterday (laughs) right now well i mean yeah yeah, and now and P, the way PQ is playing, it's like, man, is there any way that we can keep these guys together for years to come? Like that would be awesome. Well, I mean, I'm gonna enjoy what we have right now because uh, who knows? But I will say right. that, like, I mean, Roquan's I think the biggest question, obviously, in that he's a free agent after the season. Exactly. So right. We'll see. Uh, I think I'm optimistic though. I mean, PQ still has next year and then potentially a fifth year option if the Ravens pick that up. Exactly. So like. You could at least have maybe two more years of it, and then who knows? Um, but the right. biggest domino there is keeping Roquan Smith. Very <laughs> right. that, We're getting into offseason talk, but it, it just like watching these two work together. It's it reminds me of you know some of the dominant like linebacker duos. Oh, you're, you pull them up, two thousand Ravens defense, and now this is what no, Ray no, Lewis no. and Bart I Scott, mean, or who, where are you going? No, I'm more I'm more like thinking like the 49ers. Yeah, you know, like they had Patrick Willis and Navarro Bowman. Uh-huh. And like those two guys next to each other made that 49ers defense filthy. Yeah. And it, it kind of reminds me of that. Yeah. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more. Right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Okay, 
I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Not saying, like, I don't know those guys as players well enough to say that these guys compare like that, but just... Having two inside linebackers of this caliber next to each other just elevates the defense so much. And Eric Tacasa saw it. He saw it when he made the deal, and it's it's coming to fruition. Also, both of those guys played every snap on the defense. Yeah, 100%. 100%. So Roquan, you know, first game, uh, what, played about 65%. Okay, now second game, you're playing every snap the rest of the way. Exactly. And, exactly. and it's going to be the two of them out there um, together. Yep. Well, and so uh, let's talk – the cornerbacks play also. Mm. I mean, Marcus Peters, like we mentioned, the strip. Let's Marlon Humphrey and my guy Clifton wrote this on Saturday. But I do think this is the best year in coverage that Marlon Humphrey's ever had. Mm. It's it's tough to say, you know, 2019 Marlowe was pretty awesome, getting like all the forced fumbles and and all that stuff, the fruit punch, you know. Um, but if we're just talking coverage, Marlon is dominating dominating and and now getting his third pick of the year which ties his career high i I think also from 2019 i mean really really good cornerback play dj moore was totally handcuffed three for 24 for dj moore one of the top receivers in the league yeah who who all ravens fans wanted us to trade for exactly (laughs) and so you know the way that they're playing coverage-wise right now is is pretty spectacular. Now, you you do get concerned about the injury to Kyle Hamilton. You know, mm-hmm. he goes down with a knee injury uh, in the first half, and right when kind of he was starting to blossom and find his, his groove in this defense as kind of that nickel corner, he goes down, and that hurts. But, you know, I, I, thought, that, um, I thought that Stevens stepped up and, and, and played pretty well, Brandon Stevens, so... Hopefully, it doesn't seem like Kyle Hamilton's knee injury is a major one. It doesn't seem too bad, especially considering he was ruled questionable to, to return. Right. You know, usually if it's serious, it's either you're ruled out immediately or doubtful, questionable. And, you know, we saw him in the postgame locker room video and the speech in street clothes and whatever. He wasn't in the training room at that yeah. point. So I'll take yeah. it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, totally. So fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, and, and John Harbaugh didn't have an update after the game on him. And sometimes if it's serious, you know it at that point, and then he'll just say, yeah, exactly. that's, that's a serious one. So, I mean, this it's we don't have the all clear, but we also don't have, you know, the, the worst case scenario. So uh, we're going to go glass half full for the time being and see what John Harbaugh says uh, a little bit later today if he provides any kind of update on that front. All right, let's get into an email here. As always, you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Kyle emailed and said, I had a busy day yesterday, so there was little time for celebration and more time for Christmas decorating. 
Well, Kyle, well done early, 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 early on the decorations, but well done. <laughs> Even before Thanksgiving. I'm, I'm down with like the weekend after Thanksgiving. That's the natural time, but before, all right. It's each his own. Um, that's all that needs to be said from this game. It's a W. Also, defense wins championships. So I think that's kind of a, the attitude here. Like, you know, this isn't a game that you're going to tell your kids, I was at that game. I was at the game between the Ravens and the Panthers at MT Bank Stadium on November 20th, 2022. Like, that's not one that you save uh, for the memory books. But it's a win. Uh, and I think yep. that that is kind of that Kyle's attitude kind of encapsulate that. Also, we want our listeners to know that the sports landscape is always changing. This week is no different. DraftKings is a leader in daily fantasy sports and it still has daily fantasy contests running for those who are looking to have skin in the game. It's simple. Every player has a salary associated with drafting them. You assemble a lineup of players while staying under the salary cap and then you sit back and you watch your points pile up. Now you know how to play. Download the DraftKings app today. Sign up using the code FLOCK. New users get a free entry with their first deposit. Again, the code is FLOCK at DraftKings. Also, now we're talking to all of our FLOCK wine lovers. I know you're a big wine guy. Oh, yeah. This is a good wine right here. Yeah. Winning Drive is the official wine brand and club of the Baltimore Ravens, and we have a special promo code for non-members for the holidays. Visit winningdrive.com and use the code HOLIDAY15. Holidays in all caps, by the way, to get 15% off premium Napa Valley wines or the perfect gift set for your loved ones. Yeah, that's a good gift right there. It's good wine. So if you're looking for something uh, for the holidays, go ahead and check that out. So, um, all right, we, we spent time talking mostly about the defense here. Um, but let's talk a little offense because this was not, you know, a, a great offensive showing. Um, it was kind of a, a slog for most of the day. Yeah. What was your? What did you make of what we saw offensively yesterday? Well, I think kind of to your point earlier, this was what we've all talked about is, you know, especially over the past three games, the Ravens had kind of run over opponents, right? And it left you saying, well, what happens when they aren't running over opponents, right? Like when that formula gets tested, what's the Ravens' counterpunch? And I think they struggled in a way. You know, it was... It was they they had uh, they had some answers like it wasn't like they were just like three and outing mm-hmm, all the time mm-hmm. like they moved the, they moved the ball on some drives but then they also shot themselves in the foot in key scoring situations right and so you know Lamar Jackson Lamar Jackson had his most efficient day as a passer it wasn't like he put up huge yards but he went twenty four of thirty three completed twenty four passes right for two hundred nine yards it's just like they weren't really taking shots down the field. It was kind of dink and dunk and and hit along the sidelines, you know, hitting these kind of 10-yard outs to Demarcus Robinson. And so the Ravens, they especially in the first half, ran into a wall. They had to rely on Lamar in the passing game, and, and they hit some plays. It's just, you know, the, the red zone offense has been kind of hot and cold all year. It's been like, at some points, it's been very hot, and other it's gone through stretches where it's been ice cold. And you saw just a combination of penalties and and uh negative plays and sacks and and things like that take them out of scoring range or or force them to kick field goals when they otherwise could have had touchdowns and so you know if you're going to play this kind of offensive ball which i think the ravens are going to down the stretch like rashad bateman ain't coming back Mm -hmm. i don't as the weather gets colder i don't think this passing offense is suddenly going to catch fire right like they're going to be a team that runs the ball a lot the run's going to set up the pass 
And, uh, you know, if you're going to play that way, you're going to have to capitalize on scoring opportunities more than they did last week. And you can't make that many mistakes as they did against the Panthers. That's just the fact of the situation. Yeah, this email uh, from John is kind of along those lines. Our defense seems to be becoming more elite each week. Our offense is just treading water, though. Injuries aside, I think the offense as a whole needs to step up and find an identity ASAP or we'll be one and done in the playoffs. What do you think we need to do on offense besides get healthy to get into a rhythm so we don't have another nail-biter like we did against the Panthers? Well, I think that the Ravens have their offensive identity. I don't don't think that it's like uh, we don't know what we want to be. I think they know what they want to be. They want to be a team that runs the ball really efficiently. They find themselves in, you know, second and short, third and short. Um, They're going to be aggressive offensively when it comes to fourth down decisions. Um, they are going to f- feed Mark Andrews. He's going to get a ton of action. Um, and then the, they're going to hit some, you know, the, they're going to use their receivers and kind of sprinkle them in. I don't think any of these receivers are going to be going over 1,000 yards this year. Um, and they're not going to be, you know, Demarcus Robinson had, what, 126 yesterday? 128. Nine for 128. That's probably like that's probably about as as much as you're going to see out of any of the receivers. Like I don't see any 200-yard games from the receivers right. uh, down the stretch. And so that's kind of what the identity of the offense is. You're right. I mean, they did. They moved the ball. They had some key penalties like that, that stretch there. They're moving the ball. They get down in the red zone. Then there's the face mask on Morgan Moses. Then the next play is Brian Burns around the edge for the sack on Lamar where right. Ronnie Stanley gets punting. hurt. It's like, wait, right. wait, wait. And also the play that Moses got the face mask on wiped away a first down where it would have been like first and down from the seven after a, a pass out to Justice Hill. So instead of first and goal, you're looking at punting with Ronnie Stanley coming off the field hurt. It was like, what just right. happened? What just happened here? And so like <laughs> you got to avoid some penalties in those situations. I've talked about it on these, you know, all throughout the year. Situationally, you need you need to be really good when you're a team that's like – moves the ball kind of methodically rather than just like the big plays is more of a methodical offense right. than like, you know, a quick That's strike. That's really offense. was missing from the early part of the year. I mean, they were hitting big plays with Bateman, mm-hmm. even DuVernay and the big play ability has really shriveled. Yeah. Um, and, and they're not really even taking shots at, you know, I thought there were, there were a couple opportunities maybe for some shots over the top and the Ravens kind of, you know, they passed on them. And so, uh, you know, DuVernay has gotten one target, the, the top speed threat uh, on the team has gotten one target the past two weeks. And so I, I do think they need to continue to work to get Devin DuVernay the ball more, mm-hmm. you know, in just more creative ways. He had one carry also, but, you know, I don't think Demarcus Robinson right now is operating as wide receiver one. Yeah. And it's not even close. He's getting the most targets and it's not even close. I mean, nine targets and the only other wide receiver who caught a ball was DuVernay and he had one. Yeah. Right. And so, I, I think De- Demarcus Robinson deserves his flowers. I mean, stepped up and played a really good game. The chemistry that he's showing with Lamar Jackson on that kind of 10-yard out that they need to have, especially if the defense is crowding the middle of the field to take away the run game and, and try to limit Mark Andrews. If they're going to crowd the middle, picking apart those edges, you know, the sideline is really important. Yeah, And they showed that. So, like, I don't want to minimize that. Totally agree. But but they need more. They They still need more out of this passing game to really – to really, uh, you know, I think achieve what they want to achieve. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And, and I think just as a whole, you know, with this offense, like, I think they're going to be able to run the ball in most situations. They're able to run the ball on teams. 
Yeah. Um, right. Let's not forget they didn't have Gus. Yeah. They still don't have like Gus coming back, being that hammer up the middle will make a big difference. And then JK eventually at some point. Yep. You know, we'll see what he offers. And, and some fronts are better than others. Like the Carolina has a pretty good off defensive front. So like that makes it tough to run the ball, but not every team has a great, you know, has a great defensive front. So that's part right. of it as well. Um, you know, the other thing too, and I have no idea, no one uses this as any kind of excuse. Like, I don't know just as a whole, like it was the first cold weather game in uh, that the Ravens had played this year. And, like, you look around the league, and it was, like, a lot of low-scoring games. I have no idea if that had any impact, but, like, that just just kind of is interesting to me. Like, first cold-weather game wasn't as sharp. Um, I don't know if that had any bearing, but I think that I'm not totally ruling that out as part of the reason that it was just a little sloppy on offense um, yeah. and more of a slog. I, I thought that uh, the return of Mark Andrews was very much needed. You know, we were all – there was chatter before the game. Oh, you know, do you let Mark rest again? You know, the long-term approach. And they needed him. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the the way that this offense was kind of operating, six for 63 on Mark in the very first, very first offensive play of the game goes to Mark Andrews and he drags the entire <laughs> Carolina Panthers defense. And, um, you know, so it was good to see him back on the field. I think he's only going to get stronger and continue to make more plays. Um, but, you know, like I said, I think they need they need to get Duvernay more opportunities. Deshaun Jackson, you hope that he gets healthy because I think they they need that too. Yeah. They need that that speed threat at least that's at least a threat to stretch the field. And I thought, you know, it was not he didn't have much action in New Orleans, but I thought that Deshaun Jackson looked pretty good in his limited action. So getting him back on the field would be important for this passing offense. Um, I think what he does but, is know, just he he kind of forces the safeties to take a step back. Like he has that big playability that you, okay, let's just bring somebody over the top here to make sure that he's not beating us down the field for 50 yards. And that is like a very valuable thing. Even if it's just like a hesitation from those safeties to keep them from coming up in the box. I think there's value there. Now Jackson only played a handful of snaps, you know, 15 or so snaps against New Orleans. And he hasn't practiced since that game. There's obviously a bye week in there. So, you know, he's dealing with a hamstring issue. You you hope that that gets resolved right. quickly. But as you know, a hamstring issue, and he's had his, his, a history of those. So we'll see when he's back. Yeah. And, and, you know, like we said, I think the Panthers also just played a pretty good defensive game. I think they're I think a pretty they, good defense. Know, they're a pretty good defense. I, I, I agree. And they got their best defensive player, one of their best defensive players in Jeremy Chin back on the field. J.C. Horn played a good game. Bro, he and Duvernay, you know how Duvernay was talking, how he talked yeah. smack? We saw they were getting a little dust up with Duvernay. I was like, all right. Yeah. And also Brian um, Burns, like, you know, I don't watch a ton of Panthers player. games, but like, you know, when, when there was the talk of at the trade deadline, do they trade Brian Burns and they wanted two firsts for him? I'm like, two first? Well, I, I saw it, man. That guy is, that guy has some serious speed around the edge and Yep. You know, we saw it on the play yep. where he got to Lamar in the backfield and ended up, you know, falling into Ronnie Stanley. Right. And and you're just you're not gonna see many days where Lamar Jackson has eleven carries and it only goes for thirty one. Yeah, yards. no. Like a two point eight average for Lamar Jackson is a is a weird day. Yeah. And uh, you know, now you had a long one near the end of the game that would have again set him up for a possible touchdown to put he, you know, make it more lopsided. They got called back on a holding penalty. Um, but you know, I just think that it was it was an off day for the offense. I do think that they need to get better if they're going to beat the best teams. Like they're going to need to put up more than thirteen points, generally speaking, mm-hmm. to beat the the Chiefs, to beat the Bills, to beat the Dolphins. And but I think they can get better. 
Uh, they just need to play more efficient. Like I'm not, I'm not panicking about this offense, but I'm, I, I, I have, you know, with Bateman ain't coming back, and so they need to be able to run the ball well. They need to, and uh, they gotta, they gotta be more efficient in the passing attack than they showed yesterday. For sure. Yeah, and look, the Ravens are gonna be favorites for a lot of these games down the stretch. They're gonna be favored this week again against the Jaguars, so they have time to, to figure that stuff out. But exactly, but, but exactly, um, they played, they played a winning game. It was, it was good enough for the Panthers. Yep, absolutely. And the way this defense is playing, that's complimentary football, and I'll take a dog. Absolutely. So we'll have a guest. Uh, we're working on a guest to have later this week. And uh, enjoy this win because they are all hard to come by. So, as always, you can email us at the lounge at ravens.nfl.net. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you again later this week. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Viking. Committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, cultural enrichment, and all-inclusive fares. Discover more at viking.com.